are now listening to Late Hit Pro Football Radio. All right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of Late Hit with Matt and Tyler. We're going to talk to you guys about the topics from around the league since we spoke to you guys last week. We have quite a few topics to cover this week, so we're going to get right into it. Now, the biggest topic probably since we uh, spoke to you guys last week is the Chargers and quarterback Justin Herbert have agreed to terms on a five-year, $262.5 million contract. This will make him the highest-paid player in the NFL by average salary uh, by about $500,000. He's got a little bit more than Lamar did. Uh, But this is definitely, I agree with this 100% full-heartedly. I think this was the right move for the Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert is definitely one of the better QBs in the league right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, obviously this puts him, he was next man up. So this puts him, you know, ahead of everybody else. And when you're a top 10 quarterback, you know, he's probably obviously top three, top four quarterback. But when you're a top 10 quarterback, you're just the next man up with getting paid the the next uh, highest paid quarterback. So it's just the way yeah. the sport goes. And um, he's a hell of a quarterback. Like I said, I think he's top three, top four in the league, just in a lot of unfortunate injuries um, the last few years with his ribs. And I think – I don't remember what else it was. I want to say something lower body, but I really don't remember. But it was just unfortunate. And um, still played like – played pretty well um, coming off of that rib injury especially. But not good enough. Um, it's just the way it is. You can't expect a deep playoff run and a Super Bowl run every year from a quarterback to get them paid the next man up. That's just not the way it works. Yeah. Playoffs is about teams, so. Yeah, and unfortunately, that next man up mentality, sometimes it's not even going to a, a guy that really deserves it. But in this case, he definitely does. Um, but, you know, every year we see salaries go up and up. Um, and, you know, sometimes, like I said, the guy that gets it doesn't necessarily deserve it. Like uh, in Lamar Jackson's case, I don't know that I would have given him that much money because I haven't really – if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I haven't really seen um, – what I want to from him so far at this point. Um, but like we keep saying next man up. So, I mean, if they wanted to keep him, that's kind of the money that he wanted and they had to give him to, to keep him in Baltimore. Yeah. And just for a real quick short um, where he's at in his first three years so far, um, 14,000 passing yards, uh, most all time, 94 passing touchdowns. That's second most all time. 102 total touchdowns, most all-time. 22 games with 300-plus passing yards, most all-time in his first three years. Um, some people might not like that stat because a lot of the older generations didn't play their rookie season or maybe even their second year, but that's still something to be recognized and shows right. how good he is, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he's uh, like I said, you, uh, you said it best. He's definitely top three, top four, maybe you know, top five quarterback in the league right now, so he's definitely deserving of this contract yep all right so the next contract that was given out this week that we want to talk about and we want to get matt's perspective as a cowboys fan uh is defensive back trayvon diggs and the cowboys have agreed to terms on a five-year 97 million dollar extension which could be worth up to 104 million dollars with incentives i mean we've talked about this before you know, the Cowboys were going to have to pay him at some point. I mean, he's one of the better defensive backs in the league right now. So for him to get this kind of money, it makes sense. Um, you know, it also makes sense that they would want to keep him around for a while. Uh, you know, he's 
had more interceptions in the last couple seasons than anybody else in the league. So, you know, to, and Deion Sanders for that matters. Yeah. If you're comparing them to anybody, that's great. So he's had what 14 in the last two years, I think. 14 interceptions. I it was 17. Oh, 17, was it? But I'm sure it's then like, it's 17, yeah, I believe. But then he also has the most yards against him. Uh, over any well, other cornerback. See that where where the problem with that is. Um, his his first year he gave up like a thousand yards, and his second year he cut that in half. So he has yeah. like fifteen hundred yards over the last uh, two years or whatever. So it is it is a little skewed of a stat, but I guess you could say the interceptions then are too because he cut down on interceptions. But um, right. he's clearly not a guy that quarterbacks want to throw towards. Um, right. And you can ask Anthony Brown that. You know, you can ask anybody that played it across from him. They just keep getting picked on most of the games. And um, Dallas never really had the best of safeties help. So, you know, that it's they kind of – the safeties kind of try to slide over to the opposite DB from Trayvon. So he doesn't always get the, the safety help on top. And that could be also a contributing factor to that. Um, but now with Stephon Gilmore, you know, the safeties can play more true – you know, uh, split the field a little bit better than trying to play the weak side a little bit more. So we'll right. see where it goes. And uh, I thought it was awesome, man. I just I love to see signing get that done that that early. Yeah, he's uh, definitely one of the top guys at his position right now in the league. So it kind of it makes sense, and you expected this deal to get done. I mean, we've talked about it, like I said, several times before about them having to pay him in the near future, and they finally got that out of the way. Um, I, I didn't really look into the contract too much as far as, like, what the cap hit was going to be over the next five years. I'm sure it'll be less in the, the next year or two than it is in the last three years of the deal. So, um, um, The last year, the last three years, well, it goes $1 million, $11 million, $9 million, $14.5, and a half, nineteen and a half, and then 20 Wow. So yeah, your bottom so, end and, and it'll be restructured by the time they get to yeah. the nineteen and twenty. So you'll that's 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 as good as it gets, man. You you opened up money for Micah Parsons and uh uh Zach Martin, who's also yeah. fighting with a contract. So Yeah, so I mean as little as of, of a cap hit as you can take, especially early on in the contract to kind of keep some other key pieces on the team. Uh, you know, they obviously want to win now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and this gives them the opportunity to possibly give some money to some more guys on that team to keep, you know, other people around like Zach Martin. Um, so yeah, it's a good, good deal by the Cowboys, a smart move by them. And, uh, you know, even though I don't really like the Cowboys, I like Trayvon Diggs and I like what he brings to the table. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay. So not liking Cowboys, but yeah, keep going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Giants and running back Saquon Barkley have agreed to terms on a one-year deal worth up to $11 million, and Barkley will also receive a $2 million signing bonus. If Barkley had signed his franchise tag, his salary for the 2023 season would have only uh, been um, $10.1 million. So he's getting a little bit – he's only getting like maybe <laughs> $900,000 more. Yeah, I didn't even realize that really because it's like well, – I mean – Maybe I don't understand it, but what's the point then? I just would have. You I mean, went to, it, lo- it seems like he lost the battle. Yeah, because I think you would I want long term. You're 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 still risk putting the risk into yourself. I don't want to see where. Besides the signing bonus, right? Yeah, I mean, other than the signing bonus, I mean, he did get almost a million dollars more. 
than he would have <laughs> on the franchise tag. But um, yeah, I don't know. This one doesn't really make sense to me. I'm not sure why <laughs> they, he. They just, made... they just said, "Dude, we're not giving yeah. you any more than that." That's just the way it is. Yeah, he made it's all like, that noise well, about taking it. About skipping training camp and holding out for a contract, and then they basically give him the exact same contract he would have had if he would have just signed his franchise tag. So I don't know. Yeah. This doesn't. I mean, it makes sense for the Giants because uh, you know it's still the one-year deal, even if he would have had the franchise tag. But as far as like Saquon's end, um, you know, I would rather have had the long-term deal. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially with Saquon's injury history, I just don't understand this one. But yeah, I mean, he's see next year. So if he has another healthy year after this next season, next off season, I mean, they kind of have to give him a contract, right? They have to pay him if he can stay healthy oh, for the no, full no. year. Well, no, they didn't. Obviously they didn't, he didn't do the franchise tag, so they could franchise him twice. So they didn't use it up this year. So they could use it up next year and they yeah, can know it the year following. If if he manages to stay healthy for this upcoming year, the whole season, oh, I mean, you're saying they should sign him? They kind of have to, yeah. I mean, they don't have to do anything. Kirk Cousins deserved to be signed by Washington, and you know they just kept fucking him over. Um, it's just yeah, but he made the way the sport he, goes. You know, he made a lot of money on those franchise tags. Oh, so. for sure. But you're also yeah. playing. You're also playing that on a season that could poss- that could be your last contract ever because you right. could end your career yeah. injury wise. But yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins though. He got his deal done in Minnesota, and he's probably going to get another deal done once you know his current one runs out. Um, but yeah, it's definitely real quick. Real quick about him, since he's none of today's topics. God damn it! Now I like him after watching. You watch quarterback? Yeah, I didn't finish it completely, but damn it! Now I like Kirk Cousins. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, I, he told me that too. I'm like, God damn it! Uh, yeah, I texted you as like while I'm watching it. And I was like, I, you know, I'm kind of a fan of Kirk Cousins now. I mean, yeah. just to see because you don't really think like behind the scenes, like you don't really think about what it takes to actually be, actually be an NFL quarterback in the league. So to I know see it's crazy what he went through during the season. You know, because he's not that young. I mean, he's in his I think almost mid 30s. So for a quarterback. Like him, he has like the chiropractors come to his house every week. Um, yeah, he does the conditioning. Which I'm sure a lot of them do that. I right. wish they would just do all the quarter, all the starters. You know, I'm gonna no, get on the too same long. train as I. Yeah, but no. too too long of a series though. This is like I would, a, no, I I only want to watch my quarterback, and you'd want to watch your quarterback. You want to watch? Uh, what's I mean, I would name? watch Blondie. Yeah, I would watch. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, but I would definitely want to see like other quarterback. I wouldn't just watch Trevor Lawrence. Like I would definitely be interested. Like I would def- definitely still watch Patrick Mahomes. Um, I oh, might yeah, even sure, like yeah. Jared Goff, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Like I would still be interested in watching all the other guys. But I mean, it just seems like it would be too long of a series if they made it one for every quarterback. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as I am with the with the um, Hard Knocks. I want to see every team. I don't want to see one fucking team every year. Yeah, but I I understand why they picked like the three guys that they picked because you got Patrick Mahomes, who's this young successful guy who's already got a Super Bowl ring, just wanted to say his yeah. second ring. You got Kirk yeah, Cousins, Kirk Cousins, who's like you know the guy that everybody doubts. He's the underdog always, 
but you know he always he's like puts a top up, ten, but always under. Always, yeah. I, no one, everybody doubts him all the time. No one believes in him. Yeah, always, but he's yeah, a, yeah. he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, statistic wise. And then you know, of course, Marcus Mariota, a guy that was a first round, you know, number two overall pick, and then got benched and got traded, and you know, like he was a back. Yeah, he was a backup in Vegas, and now he tried to yeah. you know revitalize his career in Atlanta. And it just didn't work out there. But, like, it makes sense why they picked the three guys that they picked. And I thought it was a really interesting series. So, if you haven't finished it, I, it was, I would recommend. Yeah. But I it, recommend. It, at first, you're like, these quarterbacks are so random. And then you start to understand why, like you just said. But, yeah, yeah not to get too far off topic. It's a good it's a good. Uh, episode, it's great. Though, if you haven't yeah, seen it, great show. It. Great show. I yeah. recommend it. All right, our next topic. This one is kind of a little bit of a smaller one. The Giants have agreed to terms with former Cowboys and Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley and also agreed to terms with former Jaguars and Jets running back James Robinson. So I feel like um, they're trying to stack up their receiving core a little bit. I mean, Cole Beasley isn't nearly the player he used to be, but he's still you know, a decent wide receiver, can be a, a decent slot receiver for any team. And then James Robinson, I think they just brought him in because they were uncertain at the time what was going to happen with Saquon Barkley. Uh, well, yeah, the, the Beasley thing I, I've always liked. Obviously, he's come from Cowboys, and yeah. I've always liked him at Dallas, and he's more one of the underrated running uh, wide receivers in the league. Um, he has awesome hands. He's quick in the slot, and he's just a little guy that can fly around. He reminds me of uh, – what's his name from the Patriots back in the Wes day? Wes Welker. Wes Welker, yeah. He yeah. kind of has a little Wes Welker in him. Uh, if he would just shut his mouth, he'd probably be better off where um, than he is right now in the NFL. But he has a big mouth, a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. And then Jets, uh, former Jets running back, James Robinson. He's awesome, and he's also a pass-catching running back. And, um, yeah, I think you're right with the Saquon thing. I know it, but it's also a good insurance policy if Saquon repeats old history. Well, yeah, because they they signed him before they restructured yeah. the deal with Saquon, so I think they were definitely you know counting on this being an insurance policy just in case Saquon happened to not come back. So, but yeah, Cole Beasley, yeah. like you said, he's gotten a little I don't want to say out of character in the last couple of years with Buffalo, um, more than more so than when he was with Dallas. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's definitely still. I would say a decent slot receiver for most teams. Yep. Okay. So real quick, not going to linger too much on this one, uh, but the rain, uh, the Ravens uh, have agreed to terms with running back Melvin Gordon on a one year deal worth up to 3.1 million. Uh, if you guys remember Melvin Gordon, he was a first round pick out of Wisconsin for the chargers back in 2015 um, and had brief stints with the Broncos and then was on the, Chiefs practice squad last year, so he actually did get a Super Bowl ring. Um, but you know, he's he's declined since you know the Chargers drafted him. You know, definitely not the running back he used to be. So I think that the Ravens are just you know signing him to possibly be at number two or number three back for their team. Yeah, yeah, he's not uh, not yep. too much not too much to talk about there. But yeah, just wanted <laughs> to mention that quick. Yeah. Um, and then former uh, Ravens defensive back Marcus Peters has agreed to a one-year deal with the Raiders, uh, you know, after working out for the team on Monday. Um, you know, he's a pretty decent defensive back. Um, you know, I really like this signing. The Raiders definitely needed some help in the back, in the defensive back department. So, I mean, he's a 
really good uh, pickup for them, and I think he'll be a good fit on this team. Yeah, and uh, he was the leader, league leader in um, <clears throat> pick sixes and interception yards in 2019. That's not that far off. Right. That's his last big, big thing, and you know he made he was a huge impact on uh, Ravens and stuff. So it uh, he'll be a huge pickup. You know, I like him. I think he's still good, and he's still going to be a valuable asset. So it's only a year, but yeah, he's one of those guys too that kind of has a big mouth. Um, you know, and you've seen for him swag to him, yeah, yeah, you've seen for him several times where he's just, you know, talking trash and whatnot on the field. But I mean, he can back it up most of the times, and that's not something a lot of guys can say. So I mean, like I said, this is a really good signing for the Raiders, um, and uh, I think he's going to be a really good fit there, and I think he'll have somewhat success uh, and possibly even finish his career there. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so while we're on the topic of the Las Vegas Raiders, um, we're going to get into a little bit of Jimmy G news here. Um, he, Jimmy Garoppolo has passed his physical, and he will not be placed on the pup list, which is the physically unable to perform list, uh, for the start of training camp this week, which means he has locked down his fully guaranteed salary of $33.75 million owed to him over the next two seasons. So it looks like, I mean, he's definitely cleared to play or start training camp, so it looks like he's going to be their starting quarterback coming into this season. Yeah, that's good for him. And uh, who they have as a backup? I don't even know. So uh, who's their like? So they, they, ha- they have uh, Jared Stidham, the guy who started the Jared last two Stidham. games. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's going to start over Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, they they didn't pay him a lot of money, but they still they threw some cash at him. So I mean, he's. Definitely got to be thrust in there week one to see what they got. I mean, you don't want to pay a guy and sit him on the bench. Yeah. No, this is huge for Jimmy. I, I'm happy for him. So, him locking in that money. That's awesome. Yeah, and, That's the most and, money he's ever gotten. Probably. No, probably not. With 49ers gave him yeah, the Niners paid him. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he got like a four year, hundred some million dollar deal. His so first he contract. Got, yeah. 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 So, he already got paid once. So, I mean, he can, uh, you know, take yeah. a few dollars less now. Um, but real quick, and he was a hell of a lot less of an asset then than he was now. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, I did want to mention too. I also saw that Brock Purdy is also cleared, um, for, uh, you know, full activities. So he's got no restrictions going into training camp either. So it looks like he's going to start the season as well, which is good for the, the 49ers. Uh, they're still yeah. probably <laughs> trying to find a trade suitor though for Trey Lance. Until he goes down week two versus the Eagles again in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did they play the Eagles in week two? Uh, playoffs. Oh, I'm talking about playoffs. Oh, yeah. When they get to the playoffs love... like last year. It was like really yeah. Mean. I mean, I hope he doesn't get injured again because I want to see what he can do with the full season starting under his belt. But I don't, I don't have high expectations for that. I just, you don't? I just think it's, no, I don't. I think he's a decent quarterback, um, but he's like a Jimmy G in my opinion, less efficient Jimmy G. I just think he's just letting it air out because what the hell does a, a last man in the draft at, you know, um, right. Mr. Irrelevant. You're not the starting quarterback. You're just a fill in. What the hell, Mr. Irrelevant, what the hell you got to lose? You're just letting yeah. the sling. And this year he's actually going to be held up, held against him. You know what I mean? There's going to be actual pressure. So I think yeah. it's going to be a, a little bit of an upset. 
I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to this. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I, I think he's going to be you know better than any other quarterback they have on their roster. So, but yeah, I'm excited to see him play. Just wanted to throw that in there. All right, so yeah. our next topic: uh, the Saints have agreed to terms with Pro Bowl tight end Jimmy Graham on a one-year deal. Graham started his career with the Saints back in 2010 before playing for the Seahawks, Packers, and Bears. So he's kind of coming home to New Orleans on a one-year deal. Um, you know, I always liked Jimmy Graham. I thought he was, you know, always one of the better tight ends in the league. The last few years, though, he, he has kind of declined a little bit. But I think, you know, with the right quarterback in the right system, he can really have success. Yeah, I mean, he just seems like an older, I don't know. I'm not really a big Jimmy Graham fan. He's just just seems so god awfully slow. It's almost like watching Jason Witten when he was ready to tire. It's like, oh my god, I just he's, don't yeah. like watching guys. He's but, huge. He's, he's uh, a big I don't even guy. Know his, I don't even know how his age, what his age is now. Um, he's, he's early thirties, twenty ten. So yeah, so he de- definitely got to be like yeah. mid, almost mid thirties. But yeah, he's a uh, yeah, thirty six years old. Yeah, I always like Jimmy Graham. I think he's, you know, obviously nowhere near what he was early on in his career, but he's probably still has some fuel left in the tank. So I mean, we can we can see what he's got left. I'll hold my breath. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's just it is what it is. He had he played fifteen games last season. Oh no, that was two seasons ago. He didn't even play last season. Two seasons ago, and had 167 yards and 14 receptions. Uh, and then the year before that, he started 16 games. He played in 16 games and had less than 500 yards and 50 receptions. So he's definitely uh, declined a lot in the last four or five years. So, well, I mean, we'll see. The guy's in his mid-30s, so, I mean, <laughs> you can't expect the tight end. Like you said, it's kind of like a Jason Witten type thing. Like, he runs. Gronk? How old was Gronk when he retired and he was he's still killing it? Yeah, but like, Gronk's, like, early 30s. Like, he's still not even mid-30s yet, I don't think. But that was a different situation. Gronk is just a freak of nature. <laughs> like, he's Gronk is, like, the type of guy, yeah, like. I mean, Jason Witten still put up. St- Jason Witten's still putting up 500, 600, 700 yards his last couple of years, you know, and 60 plus receptions. Maybe yeah, they I mean, used him differently or something. I'm not saying, but, uh, and he was on the Bears. So, you know, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, he was with, with the, Green Bay. I don't know. Yeah, he was he was on a Bears team that really didn't have a quarterback for a while. So, I mean, the passing game wasn't too much of a yeah. priority. But yeah, he definitely should have. Um, had some success in Green Bay, especially with Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, definitely most of yeah. his most of the success we saw from him was early on in his career with the Saints. Uh, you know, and even yeah. he had a lot of success in Seattle as well when he was there Seattle, with Seattle. Yeah, yeah, with Russell Wilson. So I mean, I'm excited to see mm-hmm. him go back to the Saints. Uh, I don't think other than Foster Moreau, they don't really have anybody else um, at, at tight end. So I mean, it's definitely yeah. going to be a one-two punch there with. Jimmy Graham and Foster Moreau. Yep. Okay. So the Panthers and number one overall pick Bryce Young, they agreed to terms on his rookie deal, which is a four-year fully guaranteed contract worth $37.9 million. Um, 
I mean, he definitely a smart idea to get this guy signed before camp um, to kind of get him acclimated to the team. Um, but as well, I mean, we have the Texans and number two overall pick signing CJ Stroud to his four-year fully guaranteed $36.3 million contract. The Colts signed number four overall pick Anthony Richardson to his four-year fully guaranteed $33.99 million contract. And then the Titans have also agreed to terms with their second-round pick, quarterback Will Levis, on a $9.5 million deal with about $7 million guaranteed. So Will Levis, who we expected all to be a first-round pick in this past year's draft, dropped to the second round. So he lost quite a bit of money falling that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely leaves a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of bit of money for that. Yeah. Um but yeah, Will Levis, I think uh I think that he got definitely got screwed, but you know what what are you gonna do? Um if he's good enough he'll earn his second contract and get back into it and you know, number one picks always don't pan out. Look at Russell Wilson, he was a second round pick and he's ended up being one of the better shorter quarterbacks over time and there's been a lot of instances of that. Um, Jalen Hurts, he was what end of the first round or was beginning of the second round? He was second round. He was pick. the end of the first round. No, he was second round. Was he? He was their first yeah. first pick of their second round. Their, yeah, their first pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's just another example that got screwed out of it, and everyone pretty much knew that he was going to take over for Carson Wentz right away. Yeah. So it just, it just he, happens, you know. I mean, he he got screwed uh, overall, but I mean, I mean not overall, but he got screwed. At the, <laughs> At, at the time, but now he's overall he's <laughs> he's making bank now. So I mean, that's that's what I mean about Will Levis. It's it, it sucks because you're not getting all the same money that those guys got just because you were picked to, you know, a couple teams, a couple quarterbacks later. Um, but it's Will yeah, Levis. I, I was never, and I'm still not a Will Levis fan. I mean, what I saw from him at Kentucky didn't really impress me. So I mean, I never really thought he was a first round pick. I just had him in the first round in a lot of my mock drafts because I knew that's where he was projected to go. And, you know, a lot of teams looked at him that way. But, I mean, how far into this season do you think we go before we see him come in over Ryan Tannehill or do we not see Bo Levis at all this year? Yeah. I mean, they're still paying Ryan Tannehill a good amount. Yeah. So, But, it, I mean, Will Levis obviously definitely wasn't, you know, a first-round pick, but – he was the their first pick of the second round, so he was like pick thirty six or something like that. So obviously, you know, he wasn't a low pick, but he wasn't like a first round either. But I mean, he's so it seems like they want him to be the guy of the future. So I mean, yeah, it seems to me like they're trying to you know edge Ryan Tannehill out and bring Will Levis in. So I just didn't know if you thought we would see Will Levis at all this season, or if Ryan Tannehill would start all seventeen games. No, I think it depends on the team and the situation, um, where the team goes this year. Um, the team starts off four and zero, five and zero, with Tannehill, and they obviously you're not going to see Will Levis come in. The team starts out zero and three, zero and four, you're going to see Will Levis come in. Yeah, that's just the way it's going to go, and that's that's obviously what the upper management is thinking as well. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you're still paying Ryan Tannehill a lot, so yeah. I just. Kind of leave if you didn't have Ryan Tannehill there, I'd throw him right in. But uh, I mean, if you didn't pay Ryan Tannehill what you paid him, and still on a contract this year, I would throw him right in. But 
You know, we'll see. It's going to be a love instance, Jordan Love instance. Yeah, they're going to wait wait till probably next season, if I had to guess. Or maybe it's going to be like a you know Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes type thing, where we see you know Ryan Tannehill play all season, and then next year they get rid of him or you know trade yeah. him or something like that. Um, you know, and then to Washington. We'll let, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I hope not because his career is going to go there to die. I mean, I don't break know. a leg. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe Washington will turn themselves around now that they're under new ownership. Um, yeah. So I was under Don't the impression. I was under the impression that the guy that bought the team was like the the main guy, but apparently, it's like one of those um, committees that Magic Johnson is a part of. Oh really? So yeah. it's like yeah, a bunch of people, a bunch of owners. Yeah, and, and Magic Johnson said this past week that after this season they're going to seriously consider changing the name. So this might be the the last year we see the Commanders. Oh God! Yeah, it's, <laughs> what's it going it's, back to the Redskins or the no name the team with no name? Or just, I have no idea. Yeah, just think about it. Like we had the in the last just the last few years we had the Redskins, the football team, the Commanders, and now next year is probably going to be something different. So they've had like four different names within the last they should five, just change six the years. entire thing. I mean. They're they're located in Maryland, uh, Landover, Maryland, right? Isn't that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Let's change it to like the Maryland Marauders or something. I don't even know. Just something Maryland. Just get rid of the Washington altogether and just start fresh I, if that's what you're going to do. I'm tired of it. I think they like the Washington name because it's the nation's capital and you know there's other sports franchises like the Nationals and the Washington Wizards yeah, no, and the Capitals. associates the Redskins or the Commanders or whatever you want to call them. To the the capital, <laughs> that's a, a that's dirt true, bad yeah. organization. They have the worst, the worst field, the worst. Nobody even knows any uh, fans besides me and you. I have one, no one person. <laughs> well, so my my it's mom just, is my mom's a Washington fan, but she's one of those people that oh. doesn't really like him anymore because of the, that she doesn't like him anymore because of the name change and everything. So she's kind of roots for the Steelers now, but. That would annoy me too, though. If like Cowboys or say Jaguars just changed their name, that would annoy you. I understand the circumstances, I was, but they that they they brewed on. But I was pissed off a few years ago when they brought up the talk about moving the Jaguars to London. Like yeah, I was, well, they should. Like, I think that would that would be better beneficial for us. No, no. As the United States, citizens. I don't even. Want, I don't even want to travel down to Florida to see them play. I would never go to London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping that they do change the name because, like I said, we discussed before. I hate the name, the Commanders, and uh, you know, it's just not fitting yeah. for that team. It just looks weird. They got like the college football helmets with the W's on them. Their uniforms are just weird. I don't like them at all. Maryland Terps. That's the college football team. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there would probably be like a copyright thing there, since it's already the Maryland <laughs> College's uh, mascot and logo. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with the name change. Yep. All right. So we apologize for keeping this one brief this week, um, but you know we got things going on in our lives. So we just wanted to talk to you guys quick, so we didn't miss you guys this week. Um, but we did just get over all the topics that we wanted to um, 
did a little less bullshit in this week, but we definitely got done what we wanted to accomplish. We'll be back to the bullshit next week. Yeah, we'll definitely be back to the bullshit in our usual hour hour plus long podcast next week. Um, but don't forget to follow us on all of our platforms. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at late hit PFR. I am at T underscore Luddy and Matt is at Matt PFR. So we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys.